a message and put it to the stand real quickly if I can. Hey guys, yeah, I want to come on here. I got about 30 minutes before my bus arrives to take me home. I'm going to be off tomorrow, so I might do another live stream tomorrow. But I wanted to do this one because, you know, if for anyone that's been working in retail like I do, I mean, I've worked in retail for, you know, most of, you know, the 2000s, if you will. I mean, started in 2000, God, what was it, 2003? you know, 2004 or something like that, and, um, you know, broke off a little bit, tried to get, you know, a job elsewhere, and finally ended up at Walmart in 2006, so, yeah, about, two, no, it was about 2000, yeah, about 2003, yeah, 2003, because I was at Fufales, and, um, like I said, had on and off experience with, you know, places like uh, Home Depot, and, I think even before Fufales, Hastings and stuff. But uh, my foothold really didn't get, you know, into retail until about 2006 when I applied and almost instantly uh, got hired by Walmart in Lawrence, Kansas and worked there for over a year. Um, I would have still been with Walmart coming back here in 2007, but the arrangements were a little, I guess you could say, different, you know, and complex. Basically, they wanted me at the Modesto, one of the Modesto ones in August. You know, me for a Okay, sorry about that. Um, but, yeah, I'll just mark it to where you could start. Basically, right about here. I'll just say, awkward beginning, you know, awkward intro, and then I'll just put, like, start here for, you know, full details. But like I said, you know, um, 
my retail journey started, like I said, around 2003 with Fufales, and then from there I kind of went about with other places. Um, it didn't last too long, and then I landed at Walmart in 2006 after I came back from visiting here for my birthday. And basically, you know, I worked, you know, at that company for about, I would say, a, year, a little over a year. And the original plan, basically, the original plan basically for me was to try to transfer to a Walmart in Modesto. But the Modesto one wanted me a lot earlier, and financially I couldn't afford to, to get there at the time they wanted me. So, so yeah, um, I, couldn't, I couldn't make that work, couldn't make that happen. So, instead, I was out of work for at least, um, as I check the time, you're trying to check the time, here we go. I was out of work for at least, I would say, seven, almost seven years. Almost seven years. I mean, they... They still, honestly, here's what's crazy. Walmart still had me penciled in to get down to Modesto, get down to the Livermore one, because the Livermore one was going to take me to around the time I was going to, you know, get out there, but that would have conflicted with my mom because, as I was trying to say before the awkward beginning there, uh, here for this live stream, uh, basically, it would have been complex because my mom works at the uh, Head Start in Livermore, and that's right across town from where the Walmart I would have worked at would have been. And she basically would not want to go out. Of, she was basically not going to go out of her way, you know, to get me to work and then rush herself to work uh, within that same, within that same, you know, within the same morning, if you know what I mean. So that was out the window. And then finally I got a job at the Walmart in Patterson, you know, a year after it opened. And I was there for about six and over six and a half years until they cut me because of what I did even though I still believe that had they you know talked things out with me or at least waited to uh, till the, basically the front manager if you will the front the front end manager um, who's still there she had taken I guess a big a personal hiatus for a while I saw her like a couple days ago and she joked around with the fact that I became a traitor because now I work for the competition um, but anyway, anyway, um, long story short, they, they didn't wait, even wait for her to be there. I mean, if there's one thing I'll give Burger King, at least they waited till, uh, one of the people was there to basically let me go because of some stupidity that I did. And, you know, I don't know what I was thinking when I did it, you know, I was, you know, you know, I guess I just, my brain was just fried, I guess you could say. But anyway, anyway, um, at least they waited till the next day to kind of, you know, give me my, um, my walking papers, if you will. But here they didn't. They just brought in an AP regional person. Yes, she tried to save my job. Didn't happen. Couldn't happen. So I was out of a job for at least over a year. For over a year, I was out of a job. I didn't get a job again until I got to Dollar Tree. And even though that seemed promising, that was just a, that was basically going to be a seasonal deal that wasn't even going to work out fine. I mean, I tried. 
I tried. I even tried to be there when they wanted me to be there, but I couldn't because I couldn't catch the bus. And when I tried to get Lyft to get down there, Lyft, Uber, if you will, you know, basically didn't have enough drivers or didn't want to do it. So, you know, that cost me. And, and the manager, she basically got mad. You know, I don't know if it was her frustrations or something, but here's what's crazy. At least I made an effort to go down there, and they never called me back after that. They never called me back to work again. And I don't know if that manager, that girl's still there managing or what, because she shouldn't have had the attitude that she did. She should have been more understanding, like, okay, you know, you know, I understand. I wish you could have made it, but that's fine. We'll try to get you here another day, but that didn't happen. You know, that didn't happen. And again, I don't know if she's still there or not. Um, you know, and then, thank God, about a month or so later, you know, this store here came calling after I applied with them. And here I am, almost a year into my, into working with them. And it's basically been a great experience. I am not denying that. It's been a great experience for me. But, with that said, you're probably wondering what this has to do with the title of the video. Well, one thing I've noticed you know, on you, here on YouTube is there are videos of fellow retailers out there, cashiers, people that work in retail, stuff like that, who basically have, you know, have gotten behind the register at one point in their career. So even gotten behind the register in their department and I will say this, I will say this, if there's one thing every retail company's employees, associates, attendees, if you will, can uh, basically agree upon and relate to, it's the customers and one of the most annoying traits. You see, one of the more annoying traits of the customers at times um, is... Well, basically, one of the annoying traits is they want to have the thing specifically packed a certain way because of OCD. You could tell if they have OCD in some way and they want things done a certain or packed and bagged a certain way, you know, then they're going to they're going to tell you to do it. Or they're going to say, let us do it because we know how we how we want it done. OK, fine. Not a problem. Not a problem. Now, you might say, well, what else annoys people? You know, what else annoys them? Well, I'll tell you what else annoys people. Well, not people, but the, the, the attendees, the associates, the employees, if you will. I'll tell you the other thing that annoys them. It's the fact that the customers sometimes forget about items. And, e and they either decide, whoops, I forgot about this. E they either take their items off the belt or off the um, uh, off the uh, storage area where they put them where they store them to check them out if they're in self-checkout you know what one of the things that is annoying is them realizing oops we forgot something and then going to go get said you know thing that they forgot and either you know taking their time to put their stuff back in the cart and go get that other thing or leaving the stuff there and basically causing the other customers behind them to get annoyed as well because the thing they probably want to get that they forgot is on the other side of the store.
so they have to rush and hurry to get it. And you as a cashier either have one or two options. The best option, in my opinion, is to suspend the transaction. So that way, when they come back, you can just resume where you left off. The other option is just to wait and see whether or not they'll come back in a, you know, decent amount of time to at least, you know, check out without being, without having the, um, without having, you know, the purchase suspended or something like that. But, to me, I think probably one of the biggest annoyances, and I'm sure everybody that's worked at where I'm working at now, you know, Target, or worked at Walmart, or worked at Kohl's, at Macy's, you know, um, you know, where else, at Five Below, if you will, at TJ Maxx. You know, you name it. Uh, Dick's Sporting Goods. Every place is probably busy this time of year because it's Christmas. You know, people are doing Christmas shopping and all that. If there's one thing that I'm pretty sure annoys them the most, especially the major retailers like Macy's, Target, and Walmart, if you will, if there's one thing that annoys them probably more than anything is the fact that customers, instead of basically using the option in the app that allows you to store, you know, the difference in price from online and in store, so you could get a, a price match right off the bat, and by basically bringing up that list and showing people, customers at times, customers at times will click the phone out. We'll take the phone out and start looking for a price match right then and there. Now, I'm not saying we cashiers are not, you know, innocent in that. I'm not saying we are. Because we cashiers will do that too, just because we know, hey, there's a deal and, hey, we want to help our customers. Even though it annoys the other customers, I admit that, you know, you know we do it ourselves. But there are times we also realize, okay, we can't do this because we got a long line, so we just need to get, we need to hurry. But if there is one annoyance about that when it comes from the customer side of things, is when the customer decides to do it when there's a long line behind them. And a good prime example of that today, tonight, right, ladies and gentlemen, about a little over an hour ago, an hour ago before I clocked out, a little good example of that is when I was coming back from my break, I was told to leave uh, my fellow attendee, cashier, on register four. And I was like, okay, fine. Not a big deal, right? Relieve them, let them go to the break, whatever. Well, apparently, and I do apologize if you've heard something there like a little... Uh, hum, that was like a notification, that was a notification coming in, and there's another one. I do apologize for that. But basically, basically, you know, I come back from uh, cashiering, and uh, hold on for a sec. Hold on for one second.
But like I said, I come back from my break, I'm told to relieve uh, the person over on register 4 so they can go to theirs. Okay, I'm told to do that, so I'm like, okay, fine, no problem. But as I go over there, she's in the middle of doing a transaction, you know, with another customer. And it's, I think, the second, I think it's the third transaction of five separate transactions. And the customer, the customer is price matching almost everything. And you can just tell my fellow cashier's eyes that she was getting annoyed along with the customers that were behind this lady who had a lot of stuff. And she didn't have to price match. She could have just been like, okay, this is the prices here in the store. I'll get home. I'll go home. Or after I cash, after I check out, I'll go to the side, price match them, go to customer service and get, uh, and get my money back, you know, on what, what I price match. Because they could do that. You could go to customer service after you cash out and say, look, you know, I know I didn't have time to really, you know, show this to the cashier or anything, but these are the differences in prices I'd like to match that. And all they have to do is show, the, show their um, receipt to the, uh, to the person at customer service and they'll take care of them. That's not a big deal. It's not a big deal. But... But it become, but again, this is where the whole, oh, let's find you a deal by price matching ends up becoming an annoyance. Because basically, there are people like that lady tonight that will price match every, almost everything on all, sep, on all five of their separate transactions. So I just told the girl who was running things, who was kind of like a, a team, she wasn't a team lead, but basically she was the... Uh, I guess you could say she was a, a leader in training. She's basically the person at self-checkout that tells people, okay, where to go to, you know, help cashier here, like either relieve this person for the meal, the break, for them, or for them to go home, or relieve, or basically get on register because no one needs a break or a meal. You know, I just told her, you know, look, she's in the middle of the transaction. I'm willing to, you know, step in, but obviously, I guess this lady had... This lady that she was uh, checking out didn't want, you know, anybody to change. You know, didn't want a, a change in a cashier or something like that. I don't know. And I guess she did. And I guess my fellow cashier, my fellow attendee, felt like, you know, I'm just, I'll just finish this because I don't want to confuse her or everything. And that's okay. That's fine. But I don't think she counted on the fact that this lady was going to go to Price Match City, if you know what I mean. But yeah, again, it becomes an annoyance when customers decide to do it and do it during busy hours of the day or evening and other customers are waiting behind them and getting just as annoyed as the cashier. But that isn't the only thing that's annoying either. Oh, no, 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 no. That isn't the only thing that's annoying. You want to know what else is annoying, ladies and gentlemen? And... I've dealt with this so many times today and recently and even since I've been here and also since I've been at Walmart but at Walmart I'll give I'll give them the edge at least at least they had the know-how 
or at least they had the I guess you could say the the know-how the the you know the acknowledgement to realize hey this person's trying to get this on the cheap we're not we can't let that happen and yet when it does they have to at least talk to us as cashiers and say look you know we know there was no probably you know reasoning with this person and saying this is not the right price and everything but you have to stand your ground at least they're willing to say hey look we get what you're saying but you know that's not true but that price is not right either somebody put it there because they wanted to try to get it cheap or you can give them kind of a, a look and and talk to them in a way to acknowledge that hey maybe you did that you know without flat out saying that if you will but kind of give them a, a look and the knowledge of you know a knowledge of a speech saying hey maybe you know maybe you did that like i said not implying you know them directly but kind of giving the idea that maybe you know they did it because they don't want to pay full price and look i understand that everybody wants a cheap price i get it but here's what was interesting okay here's what was interesting all right so so basically so basically the one of the customers i had today told was checking out getting a bunch of toys you know three of basically the same thing and there was some more notifications going off i do apologize uh that was something from geeks and gamers uh but anyway like I was saying, uh, basically today, I was checking out a customer, and they basically were buying three of everything when it came to some toys. And one of the toys they were buying was the Super Mario Brother Bowser airship. It was I don't know if it's it's a Mega Block Lego kind of thing. Or basically, it's a playset. I think it's Bowser's airship with Bowser's head on the front of the ship and, and all that. Uh, but anyway, I'm sure a lot of you know what I'm talking about. But anyway, what happened is I ring it up, you know, both ways, you know, both here with my phone because one the we weren't because we weren't that busy and everything at the time. They I check these people out, so I I rang it up with my phone. And it said $29.99. I rang it up on the on the cash register. It too said $29.99. But they decided to show me a picture saying, oh nope, you're wrong. It's $9.99. So I was like, okay, fine. So what I did is I went and I chose an option, which was basically a miss promotional option, if you will, and put it under $9.99. Because if I used, you know, the label option, the sign label option, or whatever, they would have to, from what I understand, change it to that price. You know, and it would go for that price, which isn't correct, which isn't right. Which isn't, you know, justified, if you will. So I just went with mispromotional option and offer and everything, and that was it. That was it. But, again, what annoyed me about it is, you know, Look, I understand, like I mentioned, I understand they want to get cheap prices. They want to save money and everything. And maybe because it's Christmas, they want to get their kids this item, but they don't want to spend the full price. I understand that. I understand that. But still, sometimes you have to pay full price, especially if it is this time of year. You know, if you want to, 
I mean, to me, this is a year about sacrifice. This is a part of the year that's about sacrifices when it comes to gift giving. You know, it's a year about sacrifices. And I think honestly, I think honestly, there couldn't be a bigger sacrifice than to pay the full price for something, even if you're getting three of each, in my opinion. Even if you're getting three of each. It can be a bigger, you know, a bigger sacrifice, you know, in my opinion. You know, it can be a bigger sacrifice. But, again, that to me is one of the biggest annoyances out there. Because when you, when you really think about it, you know, I'm sure I'm not the only one that's dealt with that, that works in retail. I'm sure my friend, online friend Hymitude, James Sullivan, who also works at Target, has dealt with this too. I'm sure he has. But the point I'm getting at is it's annoying. Especially when... Okay, so get this. About a couple of weeks ago, I was checking out an elderly couple. Well, not totally elderly, but... You know, they spoke different language. Kind of language barrier thing. But they understood enough to where they basically showed me... You know, that one of the new shark vacuums that goes for about maybe 150 bucks. At, at total, 100, 160 at most. 160 at most. They said, oh, no, 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 wrong, wrong. It was supposed to be for 49, $49. And I don't know if they showed me a, a picture or, or something, but they were determined. So I said, okay, fine. And I gave it to them for 50 bucks, basically. For mainly 50 bucks. But again, what annoyed me about that is I know that wasn't right. And I know all they wanted was to get the cheapest price, and I get that. But sometimes if you don't have the money to get what you want, then maybe you should try for a cheaper alternative, at least for the time being, until you save the money up. That's how I look at it. But they didn't want to do that. And that is the one and that is probably one of the biggest annoyances any retailer, you know, cashier in retail, or anybody that's cashiered in retail that maybe still is in retail at the, you know at that company they work for, or maybe in a different department, different area. It's one of the biggest annoyances that I think they face outside of the whole, you know customer price matching kind of deal, you know, when there's a long, busy line. Line, if you or a long line on a busy night, if you will. I think that's probably one of the biggest annoyances. Hold on for a sec. I gotta do something. But I think that's probably one of the biggest annoyances. I gotta charge my phone here, it's about to die. Got it. Now I got in the mud a little bit. Now I can wash it when I get home. It'll dry up a little bit. So I have to do that. My phone was about to die. It was at 15, uh, it was at 15%, if you will. And there it goes.
sorry about that, my phone died. But, like I said, that that is probably one of the biggest annoyances of, of customers. The fact that, you know, along with the customers, like the price match when there's a long line on a busy night, you know, you have, like say customers wanting to, you know, say, oh, this is the, you know, oh, this is the price it should be when it comes to items that you can, you can clearly tell are not that cheap. I mean, the fact that, like I said, this other couple, this older couple, wanted to get one of the new shark vacuums for basically $100 less than what it was, if not more. You know, it's like, come on, seriously. You know, there might be a language barrier, but you have to understand that that can't be what you think it is. It can't be. But, yet, I had to give it to them because I could tell already, you know, I could tell already that they're not the kind of folks that would be reasonable to to talk to and say, no, 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 that's not right. I mean, at least, I'll put it this way, at least there was a couple of the young couple, or semi-young couple, about, about my age, maybe older, that basically understood, once it was explained to them, oh, these are the cards you get the $10 back on the $10 gift card back, you know, or you basically get the $10 gift card from, these are the gift cards you get, you'll get it from, not, not every gift card. So at least they understood that, and they didn't fight it. At least they understood that. But I can't, it's just, it's just one of those things where you got all those kind of annoyances, like I said, that just, but like, it gets under not just customer skins, especially customers that just want to get in and out, it gets under cashier skins. And hopefully over time, every retailer out there, from where I work now, Target, to Walmart, to Macy's, to Kohl's, to all of them, will wake up and realize, hey, we cannot let customers do this. Even if there's a language barrier, we have to make them understand this is not the price that's not where you found it. And either somebody put it there because they wanted to try to you know, pass it off at the, the right price, or you did. So hopefully, hopefully, you know, that day will come, maybe next year, but we'll see. But yeah, I just wanted to come on here and talk about this thing that annoyed people that have been cashiers and retailer in retailing, if you will, even to this day. Because I can tell you honestly, if something isn't done, these kind of annoyances will continue, and it will continue. It will continue to a point that people will either want to change departments in their job or want to leave their job entirely. I'm not saying I want to leave mine. I mean, I'm happy there. I enjoy working with people I, I work with, but still, it's it's one of those situations where hopefully, you know, all these retail companies will come together and be like, enough's enough. You customers need to knock this crap off. So, hopefully they do that. Again, I apologize for that notification there. Um, I had to restart my phone here because it died, but... Anyway, let me know what your guys' thoughts are. Any of you that's worked in retail, let me know what your thoughts are overall. And until then, I'll talk to you all later.